Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Elemental Oven Show. Thank you all for tuning in to this episode once again. If you are a continued listener, I appreciate your listenership so much. And if this is your first time tuning in, well, welcome to the show. I'm really excited to share this Monday, uh, mini Monday episode with all of you. Uh, Mondays are for smaller, shorter episodes, typically, as opposed to the Wednesday episodes, which are a little bit longer usually, although I still try to keep those pretty concise so that we can get as much health information in them in a short amount of time and get you on your way to you know implementing these practices into your life and living a healthier and better life overall. So today's episode is going to be on a really interesting topic, in my opinion, which is our ancestral health. So if you've listened to this show before, I talk about, you know, living like our ancestors and the benefits that it proposes, uh, that it poses for all of us and, uh, for our health. But it's also very important to mention that, you know, while it can be very idolized, there are some downfalls of living like our ancestors. And so I just kind of want to talk a little bit on what the benefits as a, as well as what some of the downfalls of living like our ancestors might be. So first off, let me just kind of state what our, you know, ancestors are when I'm referring to them in terms of our health. So this can be literally anywhere from a thousand to 2000 years ago, uh, because obviously our lifestyle was extremely different back even just, you know, a hundred years ago. But if we go a thousand or 2000 years ago, it was a very, very different style of lifestyle. And this can even go back into, let's say, the Paleolithic era, which is where the paleo diet is based off of, of uh, based off of, and also deals with more kind of hunter-gatherer lifestyles, more tribal, right? So the reason I say ancestral health and the tenets of our ancestors were, you know, better for our health is simply because our biology takes a long time to develop and adapt to you know our lifestyle, which is changing dramatically fast. Like I was saying, even just a hundred years ago, our lives were so, so different, right? Uh, if you went back two or 300 years, uh, up to a thousand years, the lifestyle would be dramatically different. I mean, we're talking no light bulbs, uh, no cars, no, you know, no television, nothing like that, obviously. Uh, and definitely no computers and social media. So uh, it was a dramatically different time for our ancestors, and therefore our biology was well adapted for that lifestyle. And we have just developed a new lifestyle that is so dramatically different that a lot of the a lot of the times our biology doesn't keep up, and therefore our health takes a really massive hit. So some of the things that our ancestors did was obviously they would eat more whole foods, right? So they would actually go out and hunt and gather these, you know, meat, uh, berries, vegetables, uh, different kinds of fruits and, and roots, uh, tubers, right? And uh, maybe some kinds of nuts as well, like macadamia nuts or almonds or whatever it may be. So it was definitely a diet that was more based on just whole foods, what you could literally hunt and gather until obviously we became farmers. And then we started planting and growing food in that manner, which actually, obviously still to this day, you can eat whole foods and it is going to be pretty much the healthiest diet for you as opposed to eating heavily processed foods, such as, you know, things that come in a box or any kind of fast food, 
restaurant, the food that they sell there is going to be obviously not very high quality. It's not going to be good for you. It's going to be heavily processed and it's just not going to be very nutritionally beneficial for you. Now, the only thing is, is that with the food we have today, even the whole foods, they do tend to be a little bit lower in minerals and vitamins and overall nutrition because of our monocropping practices, which are depleting the soils of the minerals and uh, vitamins that we need for our bodies to function at the you know highest level possible, which is why uh, a lot of people do take supplements to kind of make up for that gap. I typically try to take supplements that are a little bit more whole food based. So for example, I love spirulina and chlorella. I love um, eating foods that are just very nutrient dense, like liver, maybe eggs, uh, you know, things that have pack a really big punch for what the, you know, for the amount of food that you're eating. But very specifically, uh, with the spirulina and chlorella, uh, I like to get that from energy bits or even from Organifi. Uh, they have really the energy bits are just simply tablets that you take. It's just pure spirulina and chlorella. And then Organifi is more of a drink. They have pre-made powders that you can mix with water and they taste awesome. Uh, they have a green juice. They have a red juice for energy. They have a gold one for sleep. And those are really good ways to make up for some of the deficiencies because obviously it's tasty, but also it is a whole food based kind of supplement, right? Um, they have things like turmeric in them or turmeric, however you want to say it. Uh, that's a food, right? Uh, the spirulina and chlorella, those are algaes. Uh, they do add things like magnesium, for example, but uh, that is a mineral that, you know, a majority of the population is very low in. So those are typically the ways I would try to make up for that gap. And if you do want to get some of those products, go ahead and check out the link in the show notes. I have 20% discounts with Energy Bits and with Organifi uh, just for being a listener to the show. So go ahead and check those out. But essentially, that is going to be the best style diet is having whole foods, right? So trying to mimic that of our ancestors in terms of what they were eating. They were eating foods that were uh, hard to chew, right? We eat a lot of foods that are uh, very soft and easy to chew, which is actually taking a toll on the structure of our jaws and our teeth and the ability for us to have room in our mouth for all of our teeth to come in properly and not be all crooked. So uh, our diet had a really, really big effect on on our health, obviously, and it's having a massive effect on our health right now with the kind of foods that we're eating. They also did a lot of fasting. Now, this can be a good and a bad thing because back in that time, obviously, they didn't get the option to fast. I think it was more, obviously, they just didn't have food and so they would go a day uh, fasted because they just didn't find any food, which is not fun. We obviously have the choice and <laughs> we have so much food here, obviously, that if you can afford it, you can pretty much eat whatever you want whenever you want, which is really awesome, but it can also be to a detriment, obviously, right? Uh, people overeat, and that is a huge issue that we're having, especially here in the U.S. They exercised, right? Our ancestors hunted, they gathered, so literally to survive, they had to move. They had to have a daily movement practice. Now, we do a you know simulated uh, hunt or gather or whatever it may be uh, to kind of trick or use our hack our biology, I guess you could say to, uh, maintain our muscle mass and all this, even though we don't need to actually go out and forage and hunt, we, uh, need to have some movement practice to still maintain our muscles. Now they had really great 
sense of community. Obviously, if you were living in a tribe, you had a great sense of community. You felt that you were a part of something bigger than you. You had people that cared for you. You had people that were also relying on you directly to uh, accomplish whatever task it was that you were doing. And this is going to be so beneficial for mental health and just making you feel like you have a a belonging where you're at, right? I think so many people feel disconnected from society and their local community because they don't have one, right? They're just going to work and then coming home or maybe they're remote so they don't even interact with people. And this takes a really, really massive toll on our mental health. We need to have community. There was also no artificial lights back in the day, right? Uh, there was obviously with no electricity, you didn't have all these blue junk blue lights going into your eye at all times of the day, especially at nighttime when it shouldn't be doing that and tricking your circadian rhythm into thinking that it's still daytime, which obviously is going to really mess with your sleep. There was obviously no social media. There was no news. So you weren't comparing yourself to people across the world that you don't even know. You weren't hearing all these terrible things going on in the world, even though it's not in your direct life, right? So people uh, had much less stress at this time, which plays a massive, massive role in our health. We live in a very highly stressed or even low stress uh, state most of our lives, we stay in our sympathetic nervous system for a good portion of our day because we have things that might not be present in front of us, but are still a stress. So that can be something like a bill that you have to pay, that you're stressing about getting enough money for it. It could be the person that cut you off in uh, traffic and, you know, made you fear for your life. And, you know, that can be still triggering you later in the day. So we have just a lot of things that can be creating a lot of stress in our lives that did not exist back at that time. So overall, when we look at our ancestors in that light, they lived a much healthier lifestyle, right? But like I said, we can easily idolize our ancestors. We also have to remember that, like I said, with fasting, they didn't choose to fast. They just fasted because they didn't have any food. So while that is good for your biology to a degree, obviously you can have things like autophagy take, uh, take place. You can have um, mitogenesis, which is the new creation of your mitochondria. You can have uh, gut beneficial health uh sorry, <laughs> tied, uh, tongue tied there. Um, you can have a lot of benefit in your gut from eating or from not eating anything because you're not putting anything bad in there, right? So you're giving it a rest. You're allowing for the good gut bacteria to kind of thrive a little bit more and let the bad stuff die off. So fasting does have a lot of great things to it, but if you fast for a long enough period of time, what happens? Well, you end up starving, okay? So there's a very fine line between fasting and starving. And, and uh, you know, back in the day, it wasn't viewed as just fasting unless obviously it was for a religious purpose, but rather it was, you know, you're starving. You're just not eating because you couldn't find anything. So, you know, there's a lot of things that were not so good at that time. And that's why we now have modern amenities, like a very solid house with a nice roof and insulation over our heads and a nice bed to lay on and, uh, you know, heating and air conditioning and, and lighting and, you know, all the modern amenities that we have because we saw an issue that existed and we wanted to make it easier on society to live and not have to deal with those issues, which is really, really cool. But if we are not at least stressed to a degree, you know, in terms of maybe having to be cold or having to be hot every now and again, or, you know, having to go look for food, thus, you know, moving your body. Um, we become very 
non-resilient. And essentially, if uh, a famine or something were to occur, we want to be very resilient so that we could combat that and uh, make it through essentially, right? And, and continue on the human race. Uh, so being resilient is really important. Also, I like to mention that depending on what body type you're looking for uh, in yourself, right? Like let's say you want to be a bodybuilder, living like our ancestors is probably not the best way to get there. You wouldn't want to be going for, you know, prolonged periods of time fasted. You wouldn't want to um, be eating, you know, a meal that doesn't have essentially any protein in it. Like what if you just had a day where you only harvested some berries and some tubers, like some root vegetables, right? So uh, you wouldn't really be getting very much protein in there. Uh, that would not be good for a bodybuilder. A bodybuilder would like to have a very high protein diet, maybe an animal-based diet, and be working out constantly to uh, develop their muscles and create, um, you know, yeah, just larger muscle mass all over the body. So, you know, the ancestral diet might be great for longevity if we do it correctly, but obviously for certain body types, it might not be 100% perfect for what you're looking for. So, just wanted to really state that, you know, we don't need to idolize it. We have to understand that, you know, our, our ancestors were literally eating to live, whereas now most of the people just live to eat, which uh, is also not very good. But also there's some benefit with that. You know, you can go out and enjoy uh, different types of food, right? You can, uh, if you're craving something, you can go eat that, you know, and, and enjoy a little splurge here and there. And yeah, essentially, if you want to have some protein, uh, some animal protein, or if you wanted to have some berries or whatever it may be, like you have access to that now. So there are some benefits, obviously, to not having to be like our ancestors. But I think we have to understand that our biology does take a long time to develop and catch up with our lifestyle. And therefore, if we really want to live at our best level while living in a modern world, we have to put some limits on the modern amenities and keep a lot of these ancestral tenants in place to just be at our best level, uh, optimal, best, best health possible, right? So therefore, following things like eating a whole food diet, getting good sleep, not overdoing it on social media and, um, you know, screen time, you know, really limiting that, especially at nighttime, uh, getting really good sleep, moving, exercise, all those are very, very important for a healthy lifestyle. And that way we can still, you know, maybe we have to work on our computer during the day, or maybe we have to go on a long plane flight somewhere and it's going to kind of jack up our sleep. Well, okay. That's, you know, sometimes those things need to be done, but if we keep our ancestral tenants in place, it can really, really help to, uh, keep us healthy and live in this modern life. So that is going to do it for today's episode. Um, sorry if I ran a little bit long on this one, but I really wanted to just touch on this because you'll hear people talk about living like our ancestors. And I think it's important to really understand what are the good aspects of that? And then what are the not so good aspects of that? And why living a modern life can still be done in a healthy manner that keeps our ancestor, uh, you know, practices alive in terms of our health and, and wellness. So anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I hope you're walking away with a good understanding of ancestral health and even a few things that you can start implementing into your life right now to improve your health, whether that be eating more whole foods, moving a little bit more, getting better sleep, less time on uh, screens, or uh, even adding some good supplements to uh, make up for the lack in minerals and vitamins that you're not getting, such as the Organifi mixes or the Energy Bits spirulina and chlorella, whatever it may be. Uh, doing something like that to really make up for the gap is 
going to be a good option for you to do and start implementing into your life. So I hope you can take some of these practices with you and start implementing them and improve your health. And uh, yeah, you guys already know the motto of the show. It's do everything with good intentions and connect to your elements. And if you haven't already subscribed to the podcast or on the YouTube channel, which I am now posting as many videos as I possibly can of this show on there, uh, then please go ahead and do so. Leave a comment, uh, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I love to see those and it helps people uh, find this show, you know, it helps spread the word. If you found benefit in this show, please share it with your family, friends, and loved ones so we can get this message to as many people as possible. And uh, yeah, connect with me on any platform that I'm on, typically it's YouTube or Instagram. And let me know what you like about the show and let me know what you would like to see more about. All right, y'all. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I will see you on Wednesday. All righty. Peace. This podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. Evan Roberts is not a medical professional, and this podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Statements and views expressed on this show are not medical advice. This podcast, including Evan Roberts and any guests on the show, disclaims responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained in this episode. If you think you have a medical problem, please consult a medical professional. Thank you.